0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Hey, Hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code hoopheads to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code hoopheads to get 20% off. Hey, what's up? And welcome to the hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm Yola Gazzo. And today I'm joined by my brother, John Wabla Hey, John, how you doing today?
0: Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm doing great.
1: Yeah, good, 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 man. It's been, uh, uh, I don't know what the weather is like over there, but its it's been warm
0: today, man. Oh, yeah. Same thing. Same thing over here. It was actually, so in the morning, it was kind of foggy. I took a drive uh, over to the base and then it just got hotter and hotter and hotter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So you said base. I don't
0: know if a lot of the listeners know what you what you do for your li- for a living. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually in, uh, you know, active duty uh, sailor in the Navy. But uh, enough about me. It's it's time.
1: Let's do it. No, let's talk about it. I I, I did want to just mention <laughs> that the the ratings for Two K came out today. And oh, LeBron man. James had the highest rate. is Is the highest rated player in the game with ninety eight, um, uh, you know, and I um, I don't know who's second or not, but I know Anthony Anthony Davis is ninety six, Danny Green is seventy six, KCP is seventy six. Get this, Alex Caruso seventy five. Man, I feel like that's a snub. That should have been like eighty eight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely higher, right? Yeah. Definitely higher than that. Yeah, it should have been. I, I think LeBron and AD are around, you know, around that same, same, uh, I, I was going to say same atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about them as individual players, you know, they're really something else. Um, right. but mm-hmm. yeah, Danny green and, um, you know, KCP about the same.
1: Right. Yeah. I, I would have put KCP a little bit higher, but that's just me. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's, uh, let's talk, uh, uh well today's gonna be our, our off-season preview. Um, so it should be fun where we're gonna talk about the state of the Lakers roster this off season, the free agents we want to pursue and any trades we really want to entertain. Um, but let's get let's go through first the, the sort of our the state of the Lakers roster heading into the upcoming coming season. Uh, bear with me right now as I kind of explain our situation here, you know. So who's under contract? Uh, in the team right now, we have LeBron James, Kyle Kuzma, Alex Caruso, Danny Green, Quinn Cook, Talon Horton Tucker, the rookie who's going to be in the second year, Devontae Kay- Kaycock, and he's on his second year of his two-year, two-wheel, two-way deal. That's a lot of twos there. But uh, that's, that's who, who's on our roster right now. That's that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven guys. um Now, let's sort of move on to the Lakers who have player options, right? These are meaning that they they can opt in or out of their contract for next year. And if if these players opt out, they would officially become uh, free agents. But the the Lakers can, of course, still re sign them and would have first dibs if they had bird rights. It's important also to note that, uh, you know, the Lakers are kind of interested in. And and maintaining their 2021 cap space for free agency to land a superstar like Giannis. I don't know if that's ever gonna happen, but they're keeping it you know open. Um, but so that would mean that they're they're it's in their best interest for this offseason to keep any of their players' numbers low. Um so the the player, the you know, the Lakers who have these players up. Op- options, player options are Anthony Davis, who Shams announced would um, opt out of his final year in the contract, and but re-sign with the the Lakers. Then we also have Avery Bradley, JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, and KCP. With the latter, Rajon and and KCP uh, reportedly uh, deciding to opt out and and probably looking for a raise. So, um, you know, what does that all mean? Assuming then Uh, that ad comes back right then um if he does come back the lakers really won't have any cap space at all um but uh there are probably a lot of you know several veterans around the the nba that are angling for for minimum contracts just to so that they can play with ad and lebron and, and compete for a championship um and you know for those who don't know you know teams can sign players or um on minimum contract deals even if the, the the lakers are over the crap or the over the cra- crap crap <laughs> over, <the> <laughs> 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 over the crap <laughs> so anyway anyway so like the lakers can sign can sign uh, as many uh, minimum deals as they want you know um and they don't have to worry about the salary cap uh, at this point um but you know, I think the 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 Lakers, uh, even even with not having any cap space, they do have some salary cap exceptions uh, that they that they can use to sign players without having to worry about uh, the cap. Um, so they have the the mid level exception. Um, crap (laughs) the mid-level crap oh sorry (laughs) the the mid-level exception um and that that's really gonna be so uh the figure there is is roughly around 9.3 million so they could sign someone or multiple people using that money and they can they also have the biannual exception and it's worth around like 3.6 million dollars and they can do the same thing with the mid-level uh with the same thing there and sign any player that they want um with that, uh, and they or, or they can use both of this this cash money here to to give raises to players uh, um, who opted who opt out and want raises and want to come back to the Lakers like KCP or Rondo. Um, another thing, I guess, to 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 add into this is Lul Deng's contract, which has sort of been lingering and taking up some valuable cap space for the Lakers. Um, and I know that, uh, Rob Polinka in the front office just this week requested a career ending injury application is what they termed it to have Lul Dang salary removed from the book, bu- the books. So th- what that, what that would mean is if, if that happens, um, and if this works, the Lakers can clear up $5 million in cap space and use that to sign players or, or use that towards uh, the raises, uh, uh, you know, putting, giving, giving, uh, um, some of our Laker players some raises here. It's also important that t- to note that J.R. Smith here, except for Jr. Smith, you know, because uh, he just, he signed just for the, for the bubble games, uh, the, the Lakers can re-sign our, um, the Lakers players that have just become free agents um, on their current deal plus a 30% raise. But then, you know, you kind of go into the question of do, you, do they, are they worth uh, that 30% raise, are they worth more due to their playoff performance, uh, blah, blah, blah. So we can get into that discussion a little bit more. But um, these are the players right now that are free agents, along with any of the the, the the players that opt out of their their next year's contract. So these are, this is Jared Dudley, we have Dwight Howard, Markeith Morris, Dion Waiters, Jr. Smith, and then Costas Antetokounmpo. Uh, I think that you know if they want him back, he'll probably sign a two-way contract again. I don't know if he'll he'll be in the roster, um, like the 15 roster. But okay, so I've talked enough, and I'm probably gonna drink some water here. But uh, that's what we have to work with. So John, let's let's uh, let's first dig into to these you know Lakers players that we have. We already know that AD is resigning and, uh, with the Lakers. And so let's put them aside and then all those other players that are already under contract for next season. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, trades later, but let's, let's take, look, let's take a look at these players first, our Lakers players first. And, um, I want to ask, you know, who do you want to bring back from this team?
0: Well, well, first off, I, I don't think we could completely just say, you know, just take Anthony Davis out. Um, just because you can't really talk about this year's free agency um, without taking to, into account what his contract will be. Right. And, you know, will Anthony Davis sign, you know, a one year with a one-year player player option next next free agency, or will he go with a two-year and then yeah, one could. player option? Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't talk about this year's free agency without really knowing that little bit, just because, um, this year's free agency isn't only about the upcoming season. It's about the next free agent off season as well with big stars, like, like Giannis and, uh, and other big superstars heading into free agency that, you know, that next off season. Um, and you can't really, um, just kind of shove away Kostas too, because I, I think the biggest reason we, we have him on our team is to uh, bring in Giannis. Right. No, <laughs> yeah. that's the, right, right. The, you know, connection there uh, actually speaks wonders. Um, but I think maybe more than any other team, we have a clearer golden mind when, when signing free agents and, I think it's fair to say that it's, it's repeat, right? That, no, right. that that's number one in Rob Polinka's mind. So if it's, if it's, it's always been that way with Lakers, right? Championship, yeah. championship, championship. And when, and then when we win a championship, it's how do we repeat? Right. In Rob Polinka's mind, or, and even maybe, you know, Frank Vogel, that's gotta be, you know, productivity, you know, chemistry and in Frank Vogel's mind i think his biggest uh his biggest thing is defense. So when you when you look down this list of free agents and player options, who's going to bring that? Who's going to bring the chemistry? Who's going to bring the productivity and who's going to bring the defense?
1: Right. No, i i completely agree you're right. Um i don't want to put AD aside like that, but um i i was just assuming, right, that he's going to opt, you know, resign again and then um, and then we're just going to focus on this year for a minute. Um, I think that, um, you're right uh, on that part though. And I think <laughs> it, it's funny that, um, you, you mentioned, uh, Costas because, um, you know, I, I have a feeling, um, well, uh, we'll we'll talk about it later, but I don't know. Maybe maybe Giannis might join us. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe there's too much interest by the Heat. There's too much interest by the Golden State Warriors, by every, everybody basically that wants Giannis. Um, but let's let's stop talking about Giannis because I want to talk about the the, the current <laughs> Lakers. Um, right. What I want to bring back. Obviously, because I'm assuming that that uh, um, Rajon Rondo and KCP are gonna go, come back. If unless unless uh, Rajon Rondo wants more, than than what we like what we give him. Like right now, if he he can like if he opts out and signs with us, we can give him a 30% raise, up to a 30% raise, and not have to worry about the cap. Right. So that's a benefit to us. But if he wants more than that, I don't know if the Lakers are going to be willing to, they might because LeBron and AD really like him. Um, He doesn't do well in the regular season, but playoff Rondo is what we need.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, listen, the, the must signs for me, right. The, the top three. And okay. it, it, I don't know if it's in the it, current
1: right, Lakers players,
0: right? Yeah, the current, Current Lakers players, right? The the must sign for me, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna give me grief, maybe. Okay. But but my my number one guy, you need to re-sign is Keith. Yes. Keith yes. Morris. Yes. It, they're just it, wow, <laughs> like, a thousand look, percent. We, yes. <laughs> this this and this man came out of nowhere, dude. <laughs> Yeah, it, he was basically free. <laughs> you know, this it's bubble keith, right? Yeah and I, I re-signed him just because of what he did for us in the bubble. I mean mm-hmm. th- looking looking at the free agency class, right, this year, where where else are you gonna find a stretch four? And not even like just a stretch four, but a proven stretch four. That we know can play with King James and A D. And, and can play the five sometimes.
1: You can, can put A D at the four and he can play at the five.
0: <laughs> which which AD loves. A D loves it, right? Right. So number one to me is is Keith Morris. This yes. this man, huge, yes, like major, major uh acquisition. And I would I would fight for this man to to be on the roster, you know, number, number two, I don't know if we want to, want to go straight into that. If I did, I did want anything. Yeah.
1: I did want to make a comment on Keith, man, because I just feel like we do need to sign him. Even if we have to give him more than the 30% raise, like I would be willing to give him the, 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 you know, at least like the, 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 um, what is it? The, um, the biannual exception, right? Dip into that money that we have to give him the raise, um, hopefully you'll get the little dang except or uh um approve the the application um exception whatever it's called but um that guy bit was huge you've been you've been hitting on it you know 60 percent of his shots this last this in the postseason was were from three and he hit them at four, at a 40 percent 40 percent rate for sorry 45% rate. Huge. 45 percent rate 45. Like this guy was huge. He was an important piece for the Lakers for most of the postseason, And we really just, uh, you know, when he made those three pointers, we really, they, they were some of them were in crucial moments of the game that we were, we really needed them. So I would, I would
0: definitely resign Marquis. Right. ahead. So, so the next, the next two, um, are kind of uh, jostling for the number two spot in my, in my mind. And uh, these are players have, who have already expressed that they're going to opt out of, oh, okay. of their play option, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, obviously it's it's Rajon Rondo and and KCP. Right. So today, right the the reason I say jostle for that second spot is if we my my question is right is if we aren't able to secure these guys' contract, is there anyone else in the free agent pool that can replace them? Right. Do we have someone else in the roster that can replace them? Can we draft anyone else that can replace them? So that's why they're kind of one and two for me is if obviously, right. I want to sign these guys. I'm putting them, you know, code code number two in my list. Um, they're a must sign for me. And for me, I think Rajon Rondo is a higher priority. Mm. okay and i say that because of of two reasons right and one one is is kind of you're gonna you're gonna laugh at me but i agree with rajon rondo when he says no team can beat them in a seven game series with rajon rondo and king james on the court oh yeah right i agree 100% agree with the man it's bold it's a bold statement but I 100% agree with it. There's no team in the NBA that can beat the Lakers if those two are on the field.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And who benefits the most from having those two on the field? You know, and 2K rated 96 AD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keith Morris benefits. Everyone on the team benefits when you have some, two people with the highest IQs in the game. Oh, man. At the same time. Um, but you, you can't take anything away from KCP, right? Cause he was big for us in the stretch. Yes, he
1: was mm-hmm.
0: you know, ice in his veins type, um, type, uh, playoff run there. Mm-hmm. And you know, that does his finals performance down the stretch merit a pay raise. Absolutely.
1: Yes. Yes, so, it does.
0: So how, how are we going to get these two guys back? Is is the real question. Well,
1: that's and gonna be tricky, right? Because we're not gonna just give like Rajan Rondo might be complacent with a 30% raise, right? But KCP won't be, especially because he's he's his agent is Rich Paul, or at least not rich, at least clutch, right? And <laughs> and um he's no. there he's gonna want a raise, um, and we're gonna have to and we're going to have to dig into those exceptions that we have, that money that we have that um that almost 12 million and potentially 17 million with the with the uh, addition of the little dang cancellation of his contract and right uh, that money coming in but like i would give them some more money because i i would love to have KCP back in this in this game like you mentioned other free agents out there i'm mean, thinking okay who can shoot threes well, there's Joe Harris. We can talk about him, but can he defend like KCP? Probably not. Like, you know, like like you know, you're going through the list, but I I just um there's probably a lot of players that are comparable to him, but because of what he did this offseason and his experience with LeBron James, playing right. with LeBron in Rondo and, and and the gang, um I you know, his value to this team uh i think is very high and i you know if i was if i was Rapolinka <laughs> i would definitely sign him and, and and give into that raise but there's a limit to that raise because we don't want to we still want to be able to be com- com- competitive and, and sign free agents you know other free agents out there that are that uh um we will need right
0: right and you know, when, when I think of KCP, the reason you know I kind of bumped them down a little bit um, under Rondo is because if you if you look at our current roster, we have we have two sort of three and D you know type shooting guards and wings, and that's Avery Avery Bradley and Danny Green, mm-hmm. right? So KCP in my mind is is was performed better. You know, Avery Avery Bradley obviously wasn't in the bubble. But Danny Green you know kind of lackluster there mm-hmm. a little bit right but Avery Avery's going
1: to Avery's going to opt in cuz he doesn't r- right he's going right. to opt in
0: yeah so so you're you're planning on on Bradley opting in and we have Danny Green so is what's going to what's going to happen to the that rotation right mm-hmm. so that starting rotation at the shooting guard spot Um, will will we have too many guards? But, but here's the thing that I love about this Lakers team, right? And a a lot of analysts talked about this too is you know, coming into the bubble and coming into the the playoffs in the season, a lot of analysts said, Look, how how is this Laker team gonna win a championship with this roster? And you know, they kind of went down the line, kind of like what we're doing now. (laughs) They're like, Oh, they too many guards. They have no one to defend so and so. You know, they, how are they going to um, athletically defend against Harden or Westbrook? Mm-hmm. Or how are they going to cover all these guys? And this team just did it. So I don't want to just like get rid of, you know, free agency. But to me, if we can field a team that's hodgepodge like we did this past year and win the championship why can't we do the same thing coming next year and you know obviously that's a loaded question and a lot of fans are gonna (laughs) gonna be tweeting me and talking to me about that but but it's true the the biggest thing about this this laker team and why i love lebron james as a leader in this team and all the vets that we got is because it didn't matter what everyone else was saying it didn't matter know how hodgepodge it looked but but lebron james and his leadership is able to pull any team together and that's throughout his career
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right and and i
1: think you're right it's lebron james but i also think it's it was the the coaching staff as well absolutely frank vogel his leadership along with um his other you know uh compadres uh jason kidd phil handy you know the, the the coaching crew they uh, I think uh, they they're a special coaching group and um uh, they were uh in, instrumental like LeBron James in in creating that uh sort of and, and building upon that that chemistry right. and you know I felt like we were at a hundred percent in chemistry you know if you play 2k we were like 100 percent chemistry the whole all season long while everybody else was like at 80. But, but I feel like uh, um, it has to do with LeBron's leadership. You're right, and also with the coaching staff. Um, I did want to, you know, I want to. I, I don't want to get too much more or it, it, it spend too much time on this. But I do want to talk about Dwight Howard.
0: Do you think you'd want to bring back Dwight Howard? So so that's actually my third guy. That, oh, that perfect, perfect. Yes. Yeah. So to me, Dwight Howard is it was instrumental right (laughs) yes Uh, and he's he's become a laker fan favorite (laughs) yes yes surprisingly that's crazy talking about it now you know 2020 compared to 2012 but you know i would love to see dwight come back because Mm -hmm. like like everyone else you know he, he was he was a recipient of you know uh, a Rajon Rondo King James AD led team um Dwight Howard would be pan- fantastic and he, he, I think he deserves um you know a, a, a pay raise and um can I guess the question is can can we cut into our exceptions uh you know our MLEs to, to sign him or that's the you know, real question right Pete, with other offers he may get you know mm-hmm. coming into the see.
1: Right, right. Um right because I think there's some interest by the Golden State Warriors. Well, you know, there are some rumors that they might want him, which is kind of surprising. Um with the, <laughs> the Golden State Warriors, you think of them as small ball, but um but who knows? Uh I, I would I would definitely bring back Dwight, of course. I would definitely right he was instrumental um especially in those latter the, late, the later series with the Denver Nuggets um and also the heat until game 6 when the Alex Caruso we unleashed our, our secret weapon Alex Caruso but um but yeah all right yeah so those are let's 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 take a quick break though um cuz i want to now kind of pivot and talk about Uh, in the, after the break, talk about the other free agents that are out there um, uh, that are available in the market. But uh, right, let's, let's go ahead and take a break. Stay tuned and we'll see you soon. Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of hashtag Lakers be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads podcast network including Cavalier Central risen grind Nuck if you buck 305 culture and blazing the path also don't miss our coaching focus podcasts thrive with Trevor huffman beyond the ball the coachmaze.com podcast players court and bleachers and boards Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, The Hoop Podcast, hosted by me,
0: Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA.
1: Hey, guys. This is Yoa Legazo. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high-quality, low-priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys, with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's NBA Finals party next year looking like a bum. Hop on to jerseybirdofficial.com, check out their selection, and at checkout, use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Happy shopping. Hey, welcome back to the hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with my brother, John Webb Legazo. And on this segment of the show, we're going to continue our discussion, but pivot to, to the other free agents. We talked about, you know, the Lakers free agents and who do we want to bring back? But now we're going to talk about uh, the free agents out there that are on the market and the NBA. Um, we got to still remember, you know, our sort of the situation with the Lakers. Um, AD, if AD, you know, when a- after 80 signs, we're not going to have a lot of cap space. We'll have some salary cap exceptions that we can use, the uh, mid-level and the biannual, um, and then we can, you know, potentially we might have the five million dollar dang contract that's canceled, uh, and then um, we might have some more cap space if we don't bring in, bring in other, or you know, if we if we don't sign, resign some of the La- other Lakers players, so we might have some cap space there and then um you know so and then there's also important to note that we can sign a lot of free agents on minimum contracts right, right. Um, so let's let's kind of let's go turn into to to the, our listeners we we sent out a question out there on, both on twitter and on our instagram page you know if you were looking at the free agency list right who would you sign who would who would the lakers want to pursue and this is sort of some of the 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 comments that we got back from from at travis um underscore roberts 91 he said uh joe harris jeremy grant and serge ibaka um, what are your
0: thoughts on on bringing those three to the to the lakers so, so the first, the first thing that came into my mind was like expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. And, and, you know, we've been talking about it on the show, but we, we don't have a lot of money. <laughs> no, we <laughs> Spend- <don't. laughs> On free agents. So when, when I think about free agents like Jeremy Grant or Joe Harris, I think, you know, they're going to cost some money. Yes. And- Unfortunately, it might be it might be money that the Lakers don't have this year. Um right. And yeah, obviously I'd be ecstatic. It'd be nice. Right. i would be ecstatic to sign <laughs> Jeremy Grant or Serge Ibaka. Um but may, so maybe it, Serge Ibaka. He's yeah. getting old. He might he might <laughs> for a mid-level and
1: uh you never know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so so at Travis underscore Roberts91, thank you for for those three suggestions. And um Yeah, it's just expensive, right?
1: Yeah, Joe Harris definitely is gonna be expensive. He's being forty-two percent from three. Yes. Right. Um and you know, he he's coming from Brooklyn, so I'm sure Kyrie and KDs are are KD's already on him, telling him to re-sign with the Nets, but um so he, he's going to be ex- expensive. Jeremy Grant, he just had a, a wonderful postseason against the Lakers. <laughs> so uh, he proved that, you know, what he can do and he can shoot threes as well and uh, defend. I think that uh, he's going to be expensive. I'm, I'm thinking like $16 million. I mean, if we get our, if we, if, if, even if the Lul Dang contract is accepted or not, the you know, yeah, it, um EX. C E P T E D accepted. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, then we would, you know, be able to, uh, we might be able to, to, to come up with the money for Jeremy Grant, but then that leaves us dry and we down to sign, uh, other just like minimum deals. We have to find players, uh, that be worth
0: signing, uh, on minimum deals. Right. So, so the key, the key here is, to find a player pretty much willing to take the minimum, right? Um, and that could be that could be a surge of Baca, right? Sure. It'd, it'd be nice could be. <laughs> It'd be nice to have someone like him who who can defend um, when you know when when Dwight or or someone is is off the, you know, when when our bigs are off the floor, um, and rebound, mm-hmm. uh, honestly, um, so it's really, yeah, he's he's a productive player still, and at thirty one years of age, you know, uh, eleven years in the league, mm-hmm. maybe he's he's gotten to the point where he wants to chase a ring and willing to take uh, the minimum,
1: his second ring, right, right, right. Um, all right, let's move on. I want to talk now. Uh, so we have from another listener at Steven period KXR XI um, and he suggested DeMar DeRozan. I think that we need to clarify that DeMar DeRozan has a player option for this next upcoming season. So I don't know if he's decided to opt in or out yet, uh, but it sounds like that he doesn't like the San Antonio Spurs. He doesn't like being there from, from some rumors and reports that we've seen recently. So he might opt out and he might be a free agent. So um, what do you think about DeMar DeRozan? Again, expensive. <laughs> <They're> expensive. <laughs> expensive.
0: <laughs> so I, the, the only way we can acquire someone, I think of his caliber, right? Uh, you know, he's a star, right? Maybe even he a is. star. Um, yeah, I, the only way we could acquire someone of his caliber is maybe with like a sign and trade with, with the Spurs, honestly. Uh, you know, where we, I don't know, offer, you know, two contracts that would, two players for, for his one contract, but and just picking him out out of free agency. I don't think it's, it's unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen this year.
1: Right. And that'd be kind of awkward if we, cause you say sign and trade. So who we're going to sign might sign KCP back and then trade him. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's Sorry, very- <laughs> but I actually, I actually, I actually, uh, um, you know, uh, as much, as uh, you know, I would like to have DeMar DeRozan. He's, I think he's from California, right? Um, you know he's a high flyer he's he's perfect for mid range um and uh but he doesn't uh, create a lot of spacing he doesn't shoot a lot of threes um he's uh okay as, as a defender um and he needs a lot of you know he needs the ball in his hand a lot to be able to create um um which i don't know how much you know we were we were successful this year because LeBron James had the ball in his hands a lot, and and Rajon Rondo, and I don't know if if we had, there might be there might be too many cooks in the kitchen if we have <laughs> if we have Demar Derozan also because I, I picture him like a Kyrie Irving who likes to have the ball the ball in his hand, but you know it worked out for LeBron with Kyrie, um, so, but again you're right he's expensive, and I don't know how he would be able to to get him unless he's he's willing to take a discount just to get the ring with which brown James
0: see it all you know no. I don't I don't foresee him doing that at all right
1: all right let's move on we have 1k period Jones two s's um he says or she says I'm not sure um boogie cousins and Goran Dragic.
0: Okay, so I like I like the idea of re-sign or you know, I say re-sign, but <laughs> you know, we had we we had to waive Boogie last right. um I I love the idea of signing him to a minimum contract.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um but my biggest concern with Boogie obviously is is his injury prone, right? His health. Mm-hmm. And is he but at this stage if he's willing to take a minimum contract? Uh, minimum wage, <laughs> minimum wage contract, right? Then I w- I would certainly pull that trigger.
1: Right, right. I mean, if um, if he if he goes at all, like a, even at like eighty percent of what he was, he can still shoot three, provide spacing, so that LeBron, you know, you can put him at the center, and then you know he could space the floor, and LeBron ha- would have a clear path to the rim, <laughs> and um, yeah. because you know the defenders are not gonna just stay dropped coverage they're gonna go and try and defend boogie um at the three point line so i think you're right i don't know if he can get a better deal than a minimum deal anywhere else i think the lakers really like having boogie cousins and it's you know um i i i do think that he might resign with the lakers on a minimum deal
0: I, I, I love our chances of getting him back. He has a very uh, close connection with Anthony Davis, especially right Rajon Rondo. You know, they all. Exactly. Um, with the Pelicans there and had a good run. And we're actually a really good team until, you know, he had that injury. Yeah. Goran Dragic on the other hand, um, I think he was making upwards of like 19 million. <laughs> yeah, he's making a lot of money. With the heat. So I I actually foresee him signing with you know re-signing with the Heat. Me too. Me too. Right. You know, just to run it back with, with their squad that they have right now. Um, yeah, so he's just expensive. <laughs> he's expensive. Um be nice to have him. We tried to get him before
1: when he was at the Sun with the Suns, and then you know, then he went with the Heat. But um you're right, he's expensive. I don't know. I don't think I don't think he'll he'll he's an option for us honestly. I think he'll resign with the Heat, like you said. Um, Let's move forward. We have at G Tino Co twenty seven,
0: and he says Danilo uh, Gallinari. Yeah. So so. Gallo. Yeah, Gallo. So this is a pick um, that you know has been making its rounds, right? The the NBA rumors around Danilo uh Gallinari are are pretty big and I was I'm actually I know a lot of Lakers Lakers fans aren't but I'm actually a big fan of of Gallo. You know, he's he's exactly kind of what we need. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's uh he's he's a hot shooting um you know small forward. Yep. Um and he'll be perfect coming off the bench. Um you know, he's uh, i want to say he's like 31 32 years old right and up until recently he was you know making a lot of money mm-hmm. but you know at this point in his career um he might be looking to just get a ring right and it, that plays in our favor right cuz we're right. we're we're recent champs and
1: title favorites
0: according yeah. to espn Yep. Title favorites. And finally, maybe he just wants to, you know, not really carry a, a big workload, but be a solid contributor contributor in a championship team. And the Lakers would, would be a perfect, perfect fit for him, especially, you know, his three-point three shooting.
1: Right. I feel like every time that the Lakers faced a team where he was in, Gallo, Gallo had always, you know, shot lights out and, you know, tried his really best against the Lakers for some reason. And, um, and, you know, the, like you, you mentioned, he, he's probably willing to, he said it, he said it so that he's he's willing to take less money uh, or at least implied it willing to take less money just so that he, he can uh, uh, play for a championship team. Um. All right. So that's that um, we have at coach Ray 89. He just says, you know, any good shooters, backup point guards and centers.
0: <laughs> any good shooters? Yeah. Um. So let's see. I'm. Uh, so a, a couple of people I'm actually thinking about, cause he, cause he talked about, you know, a backup, backup point guards or centers, mm-hmm. and like, for me, honestly. Um, Thinking about who's available, right? I'm like looking at this list and it's, it's, it's very small list (laughs) of of people that could, that fit that. And most of them are already on our team. (laughs) And to me, right. I, I think someone like maybe Austin ribbon rivers. If he offs out of his player option, could be expensive. Be, yeah, could be expensive, but could be, be nice. someone that we could get. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Kelly Olinick if he, you know, gets out of his player option. Um, but but for That'd me, be nice. Uh, <laughs> but for me, I'm I'm thinking someone like uh Nerlin's Noel. Right? Okay. He d- he doesn't make, you know, a lot of money. Um, you know, he was with the Thunder as well, but he, like like for me, I'm looking for someone that could sort of anchor the D when okay. when uh, AD is out of the game. And okay. maybe maybe that someone is like Nerland, uh, Noel, you know. Sure, sure. So that's the kind of big that I'm thinking of. Who are you thinking of when when he when he talks about like a point guard or a shooting?
1: I was thinking for a big like Myers Leonard. He's available, but he's kind of expensive. He has 10 million plus that he'd have bird rights, so they could sign him uh, first before they have like the right of first refusal kind of thing. Um, for a smaller guard i'd have to think about that um, there's a lot of options out there but to narrow it down to one uh per i mean austin rivers is nice to have um i mean there's fred van fleet but he's expensive <laughs>
0: right maybe maybe an alec Burks type right
1: oh alex type. burke would be nice
0: yeah yeah that's that's uh, nice. Al- you know Alec Burks. Um, you know maybe he's not a point guard, mm-hmm. right? But you know he's he's definitely shooting. You know the thirty-eight percentile in, in three-point shooting, and it's, it's pretty productive for Philly. Right. Um, he was maybe yeah maybe another option that uh, <laughs> you know that is maybe has leaves a sour taste right in uh, Lakers fans. Uh, That's because of our, our running with him in Dallas, but, uh, you know, Jose Barea is, is, I think uh, a solid option to get, you know, the minimum deal with if he doesn't resign with, with the Mavericks. Um, but you know, he's, he's someone that shoots like at a 37, 38% clip all the time.
1: Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't think about them or him. Um, um, you know of course there's i think there's even Bogdan Bogdanovich who's, who's available and that's that's what at, at wizard.rel said you know Bogdan what are your th- what are your thoughts about Bogdan um uh, i mean he's he's probably he's probably expensive
0: <laughs> he's making he command- nine million now but uh, he, i'm sure he can make million. yeah he's he's probably going to get out of this contract and you know get Go get somewhere. offered Oh, yeah, he's going to get uh, big offers uh, just because of, of how he plays and sort of, uh, you know, that in in this class of free agents, there's not a lot of people, you know, players like him that can, can shoot and defend and, and do all those things. So you'll have to, yeah, we'll have to spend big bucks on him, especially, um, you know, Sacramento has bird rights with him he's a restricted free agent so we'll kind of have to compete right um, mission there mm-hmm. um at I like, I like the i like the pick right know, mm-hmm. if we can get it you know that'd the, be awesome that'd <laughs> yeah. be
1: awesome um uh, okay so next one is at job joe joe black 95 he says davis Bertens. yes so yes <laughs> so is that so, yes as
0: in let's get him this, yeah so this this is actually someone i'm kind of you know high on um you know he he plays for the wizards yeah uh, he's only 27 years old been in the league for four four or five four years i think you know wasn't wasn't highly touted wasn't um you know in the second round mm-hmm. but yeah. this dude is uh lights out yes and the, on the 3 mm-hmm. like, yep lights lights out. Uh And I saw that, you know, when he was with the Spurs, you know, he, he spaced the floor. If, if we can get someone like him, um, you know, really, really could play, you know, the, the three or the four for us. Um, But I I could see him, you know, taking some minutes at the four spot as well. Um, But he, he's definitely uh, would be an amazing pickup. Yeah. Imagine playing alongside LeBron James and
1: just the, the, uh, you just, you know, he's a better sh- three point shooter than, than, um, than Markeith Morris. And, uh, let's see. Um, he's just a bucket, you know, he's just a walking bucket. Um, I don't, I worry about his defense. He's not very offensive minded, which the, our team is, but,
0: um, yes. And, and, and that's my biggest, uh, negative of him is he's not right. de- minded and we know that you know coach Vogel is a very defensive minded coach i mean look at look at uh, champ cheese bubble cheese um you know he was playing big minutes for us uh, all the way leading up to uh you know the the big playoff run and then all of a sudden he was not in the the rotation and i suspect it's because he didn't play defense
1: right well he was still learning i mean he was he was new so right. was so was jr but i think jr is more playoff defense experience than than uh um bubble cheese so uh, that's why you know well, that's why you saw jr play a little bit of playoff basketball
0: yeah <laughs>
1: um let's move forward um so at victories 818 and also at logan dude 3
0: said that they'd want to ha- bring back jordan clarkson what do you think about that? That's that's an intriguing, um, that's intriguing, right? So, <laughs> yeah, because I'm a big Jordan Clarkson fan, you know he he he's sort of uh, you know a point guard slash shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously we, you know he he's in Utah now. We sent him to the Cavs Cavs uh, for a trade, um, but he you know he he makes a lot of money. We would definitely million. be creative if we want to, want to sign someone like him. Yes. Um, because we're not going to be the only team, you know, knocking on his door. Right. I mean, the Utah Jazz would probably want him back and
1: can probably offer him a better raise. than we can, um, I mean, it'd be nice to have him, right. Get one of our Lakers young guns back.
0: Um, and he really i just want to say he really improved his 3 point shooting yes mm-hmm. and you know to have someone like him who can uh who who can pretty much create you know buckets for himself right mm-hmm. so shoot from you know beyond the arc at such a high high clip is amazing but i i do want to say the one upside we might have is that he also you know his his agent is also rich paul right yeah that's true he also <laughs> that clutch umbrella and i i hate calling it like our uh you know our advantage but it is it advantage. is yeah um so and and we saw that with you know kcp but if we do sign someone like jordan um you know we'll have to look at his defense as well and i don't know if he's going to get a lot of minutes yeah
1: um, right. Cause we're, we're, he's a guard. Uh, we have a lot of guards already. If we bring back KCP, I don't know where he'll fit. Um, but dude,
0: I don't know, man. He's Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> well, that can be the only reason why we sign him. I am <laughs> rooting for that too. He is. the That's the only reason why. No, but here's the thing, right? Look, look at the Lakers and, and the second round picks, And, you know, late first round picks that we've had, we, you know, they've been able to develop and, you know, command, uh, a lot of, you know, a lot of cash, uh, you know, leaving from the Lakers. So, you know, I look at this free agency as, you know, we, we must sign, you know, these three or four players that we must sign and then maybe pick up, you know, two or three or four at the, in the minimum. Um, but, you know, we could draft, um, our scouting department's really amazing. Yes, doing. it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's just uh, there's a lot to to you know to really look at here and who we can sign or who who would be willing to. Um, and we don't even know, you know, which players on the other teams are gonna opt out of their their contracts. Right. So They're exactly. a lot more on the you know, on the books on the list than we're looking at here, you know. We could we could see Demar Derozan. We could we could even see someone like Willie colley Stein. Right. Or um, you know who knows? Maybe you know Avery Bradley offside of his contract. We we never know um, what players are really thinking, and it, exactly right. And it's true. It's up to them, right? It's up to them, and you give credit to them for and for having these tough decisions, because you know, at the end of the day, they're, you know, they're, they're people too. And they, they have to think about their situation and their family. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not, not always be thinking about the fans. And that's, that's, uh, that's an unpopular opinion. I know, but, but it's the facts. These, these guys are, are people too. And I, I have no doubt in my mind that a lot of these guys are wanting to come back, wanting to repeat, wanting to, you know, be the, 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 that everyone's has a target on. But, yep, but no, I I agree. Cash, cash makes it makes it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I th- I think that was a good discussion so far. I think uh, we should take a break here and uh, our last break. Uh, but we'll be right back and um, kind of talk about now uh, about the um, trades you know whether we're going to consider any of these these trade rumors that uh, have been going on we'll list them for you guys but uh let's take a quick break so we'll see you soon hey guys let me tell you about these delicious protein bars they're called built bars ever heard of them the typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers, and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Hey, welcome back to the hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with my brother, John Webb, and on this segment of the show, we want to talk about and consider some of these trade rumors that have been going on uh, of players going to the Lakers. um All right, so uh, you know, let's let's get into it. You know. I, I want to talk first about some of our Lakers trade assets. You know, who can we trade um, and not including LeBron, because we probably never trade LeBron. We have uh Kyle Kuzma, um, Danny green, THT Caruso. We also have the 2020 first round pick. I think it's like the 27th or 28th. And then of course, any player with a player option who opts in, which is, you know, Uh, a little awkward, but it's, 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 they're a trade asset, you know, they're a potential trade asset. But uh, we first heard some of these rumors about, I want to talk about first, um, let's talk about Bradley Beal first. Um, Your thoughts on Bradley Beal here.
0: Well, well, first of all, I'm still celebrating the Lakers championship. And then these trade rumors just started surfacing from everywhere (laughs)
1: <laughs> Too early, right? It was like the third day after or something.
0: Too early, let let me celebrate, guys, <laughs> before you start writing about trade rumors. But I but I understand uh, because whenever the Lakers win a championship, there's always like I don't know if it's like the next week, the next day, or like the next month. There's there's trade rumors, and it's 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 even more you know shortened now because of the bubble and and COVID in the pandemic so we're, we're not having a chance to, to celebrate and i don't know if we've even really celebrated as fans because we haven't had our parade no parade man no parade it's not fair it's okay though it's for but, safety uh, i'm sorry i, I over uh <laughs> <laughs> so so first thing that comes to mind right you you said bradley beale but honestly like I'm, I'm looking at the trade assets you just listed and i i have to i have to measure it as sort of the way i measure free agency as well right so these are the players we have right they've shown that they have chemistry Mm -hmm. yes They've, they've shown that they could play at the defensive level that that vogel loves and they've been productive you know and that's—I guess—that's debatable, but they've been productive enough to win a championship. Yes. Right. So, if—if if you're going to trade, right, who else can you get at this price point? Right. And you know, let, let's talk about Kyle Kuzma as a trade asset. Okay. Right. If you're—if you're going to trade Kyle Kuzma. Who else can you get at you know at this price point that's as productive as Kuzma, right? Mm. Okay. So this season, right, he averaged what 13 points, like four or five rebounds. Um, and that's with you know career low minutes. Right. And and someone who's been asked to take a role that and who honestly has, has done the role and has done it with a, not a lot of fanfare, right? He's sure, been, right. He's, he's shown energy um, and, you know, obviously just bought into the system that, that Frank Vogel um, put in this season. And he's shooting, you know, 43% from the field and, you know, probably not, the highest clip in three point range, but it's but it's over thirty, right? right? Um So Bradley Beal, obviously, obviously, I'd love to have someone <laughs> a Bradley Beal's. Oh my gosh! You know, character. <laughs> <laughs> I said character. Um, yeah, having someone a Bradley Beal's caliber on in an LA, you know, uniform would be amazing. But who would we trade that would be enticing, right? Kyle Kuzma, Danny Green, THT. I don't want to trade Caruso. So I don't nope. even know why we mention him. Don't even entertain him. Let's <laughs> so let's, he, let's edit that out. No Caruso. <laughs> right. So I don't even want to talk about, you know, the GOAT like that. But, you know, Kyle Kuzma, Danny Green, THT, and any player who opts in that could be, you know, Avery Bradley, um, you know JaVale. Be Javale. But it's it's not in, it's not it's not enticing, right? I, if I was, you know, to the Wizards, right? If you were the Wizards, right? Yeah, it's not. It's not I I wouldn't be enticed uh, <laughs> by that trade, but I, I'd love I'd love to get Bradley Beal in your like, your uniform. Right.
1: You're right. You're right. Now that I think about it. <laughs> You know, if if I were these teams, I would definitely not trade for those assets. If there were more picks involved, then yes, maybe. Um, But
0: we only have one pick to spare, (laughs) so there's not a lot there because we sold a farm for AD, which I am 100% for. Yep. Yeah. Um, Plus
1: Bradley (laughs) Beal. You know, you have to make up, he, he makes 27 million and you have to make that all up. Um, And I don't know if we have that amount anyway. Um, I mean, even, even his wife
0: uh, laughed about that. Um, uh, Bradley Beal's wife on Instagram. So, so here's the thing, Lakers fans. I I have not really followed up on a lot of these rivers because I don't, I don't take stock in them. Right. They to me, they're just kind of like, blah. <laughs> you sure. know, right. they don't they don't have a lot. Because I look at I look at our trade assets, and we don't have a lot to offer to these teams. When, you know, when we when we talk about Bradley Beal or what was the what was the other trade? Chris uh, Paul, Oladipo, Chris Paul. Uh, was it Derek Rose? Yeah, Derek
1: Rose might be more. I, I look doable. at these, <laughs>
0: Yes, so Derrick Rose might be more of a doable trade, right? I I don't know what we offered or what we're even gonna offer. You you probably know more, Yo. For who Derrick Rose? After yeah, Derrick
1: Rose, I think uh you know he makes like nine no sorry he makes seven point three million. I mean if you just if you not thinking about the context or anything what the Pistons want Pistons want seven point three if you package Kyle Kuzma potentially THT and the 2020 first round pick, then you can get Derek Rose. Um, But will the Pistons, do the Pistons want Cal Kuzma THT and the 2020 first round pick?
0: I don't know. Right. (laughs) No, I, yeah, I don't, I just don't know. (laughs) I see, see, here's the, here's the thing with these trade rumors, right? If, if I'm entertaining these rumors and I see, that the Pistons are about to trade, you know, Derek Rose for Kyle Kuzma and T. If I was an NBA executive, or if I was any GM that was any good, I'd call up the Pistons and be like, look, say, I'm, I'm the Washington Wizards or I'm the, you know, the, the Timberwolves. Here's what I got. And I want Derek Rose And it's way better than what the Lakers have. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Right. There's just so many assets there that these teams can go to. You if if Bradley Beal, if if they were only shopping Bradley Beal, you'd think the Lakers would win that competition with other teams. Uh, I doubt it. I don't know. I I, it'd be nice as a Lakers fan, it'd be nice to see all these guys guys in Laker uniforms. But I just I I don't know if these these rumors are going to happen.
1: Right. And you might be right. Um, and uh, and maybe that's our discussion here. I mean, we can entertain these trade rumors with Victor Alodipo, Bradley Beale, Chris Paul, Derek Rose. But uh, you might be right that uh, we might not have enough. And that's that. And so. If, if these (laughs) trades happen then they happen and then we'll talk about them later, but so they're right now. They're just potential. They're, they're rumors, you know, they're, they're just potentials and fanfare that that, that we're all going to be talking about um, until things actually happen. Things shake up. All right. Well um, let's, I think that was a good discussion. Um, Let's, let's call it for a a day. Um, Guys, um, Make sure you follow us on Twitter at hashtag Lakers uh, Follow us and subscribe and give us a five-star review. We're rating on our, on Apple podcast and follow us wherever you listen to your podcast, other podcasts as well, like Spotify and we're on Google podcasts as well. We'd appreciate the follow and the reviews. It'll help us continue to do what we're doing. We're also on Instagram at Lakers daily scoop. I think we're close to 30 K followers. Um, with that said, guys have a great day. Uh, John Webb, thanks for joining the show. Guys, you guys continue to root for the Lakers. We're 2020 NBA champs. Um, and, yeah, let's, we'll talk to you guys next time. Game's in the Admiral Refrigerator. The door is closed. The light's out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling.